Hey everybody, it's the PBS Podcast. I'm indoors. Steven Dominguez. I'm looking at peacocks. I'm looking at uh cucumber cocks. <laughs> Enjoy the BS Podcast Network. Yeah, have her nipples like straight up at attention. Yeah, he had an enormous rectum. When, when you're leaving home, you don't stick some stuff up your ass. <laughs> but it is true. I mean, I, I mean, you have to lotion your dick, but that first wave of robots are all taking him the ass. Just like that. Just like that. You ain't gon' fuck, bitch, I'm me. I'm the goddamn reason you in VIP. CEO, you don't have to CID. I'm young, wild, and strapped like G.I. Lee. Blah! We ain't got nothing to worry about. We'll pass. Let security carry them out. Watch out for the medallion. My diamonds are reckless. Feels like a midget is hanging from my necklace. I pulled up with a million... Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Drop a Load. It's like always at Milky Way. And I'm Pouch. And back with us today is a possible Donald Trump supporter, Lance Mannion. <laughs> now I know why I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Lance? <laughs> uh, so, so you don't want me to be racist, but you want me to pretend to be a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> well, I mean, I just assumed because you are racist that, that <laughs> you'd be a big fan of Mr. Trump. So you're not a Trump supporter. Well, right now I probably am. I would vote for him over Hillary. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I don't know about that now. (laughs) (laughs) How you been, Lance? How you been? I can't. I mean, the idea is a terrifying one that in a in a country as large as this one, it appears our two candidates are going to be Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Yeah. That doesn't show you the system is broken beyond repair. It's pretty bad. Like it's <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, I don't I don't even I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah. But hey. Uh-oh. Are are you a Hillary fan? I'm not. I used to be, but I'm not. Uh I just I I just I just strongly despise uh, Donald Trump to the point where I would vote for Hillary over Trump. But see what you're doing, you're voting for personalities instead of policies, which is why the system is completely broken because Trump is such a reprehensible human being you're going to actually forego making a, you know, a reasoned thoughtful vote and be more reactionary Yeah. well I, I can't vote because I'm a resident and I'm not a citizen and either way I would never vote for Trump yeah. Like his policies are completely against me and my family so it's like I can't do that you're not a, you're not a citizen of the US no, I'm not. I am a permanent resident of the United States. And so- you invite a racist like me on your program? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, if I like someone, I like someone. I don't care. He's not afraid of you, Lance. <laughs> yeah. You can't do nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say until I rise in power. Ooh. So how's, so, uh, the, <laughs> how's the chinchilla yeah. life treating you, Lance? <laughs> they, uh, they still won't die. <laughs> <laughs> How many years do you have so far? Um, I think it's only four. Four? But, but apparently I've got another 20 to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you talk about chinchillas in a pet store, they will immediately tell you that there's at least a half dozen that they can give you for free, that there's other chinchillas, <laughs> you know, owners trying to get rid of them. Wow. I could literally, like, either make slippers or a coat every weekend if I wanted out of chinchillas <laughs> that people want to give away. I hear they taste good too. Like other countries, delicious. Other countries eat them, right, Podge? I uh, I think so. <laughs> so last week, well, by the time this episode drops, it'll be about two weeks. Um, last week was National Have Sex with an Ugly Person Day, a little a little well known holiday uh, created by our good friend Lance Mannion here. How was it, Lance? Um. Believe it or not, you know, other years have been spectacular, and uh, this one actually, uh, you know, kept the momentum of, uh, you know, being a, a spectacular day from beginning to end. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. did you... But you know I'm completely lying, right? <laughs> <laughs> what, did you get laid, or did you give a bone to somebody? No, believe it or not, I uh, I stayed in. Come on, where's completely the Completely not in the spirit of the holiday. Uh, well... Okay. I had a great fucking day. What was that? April 2nd, right? April 2nd, that yeah. That was last Saturday? Yeah. That's a pretty good fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with your that? holiday, but it was a good day. <laughs> well, now you have to tell us why. 
Uh, we we just went to a horror convention that we go to pretty often, and it just it was a pretty good party at the end. Like met some really actually, I did hit on someone though that day, even though I didn't get laid. Oh, I yeah, Paco told me the story, but if you want to tell it, it now, why not go for it? <laughs> the fucking because we we were up there and th- this convention always throws like parties at, at night and whatever. And they had these cops, you know, just standing over, just watching the party, making sure no one got too crazy or anything. And, you know, everyone's always giving me shit. Like, you look super young. You know, you you sound young. You look like you're 13, whatever. So I was drinking, like, talking to the cop and shit, and they found out my age. So they took, they, they sent me over to this female cop, and they told me, yo, go over there and tell her, damn, girl, you're fine, right? To see if she would, like, tase me or some shit, right? Oh, God. So... I go over there and I tell her, damn girl, you're fine. And I was supposed to stop there, but then I'm like, now nah, I'm going to keep this going. And I, and I look back and I like check out her ass real quick. And then I look back at her and I'm like, so what can a kid like me do to get up in them guts? And then the girl just like, like literally wanted to fucking murder me. Like just stared at me like, you're dying today. And then, you know, after like. A few little things. She just walked away. I kept like hitting on her. And she just walked the fuck away to the other cop. If not, she would have just kicked my ass. I was pretty afraid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what was the aftermath? Did they ever tell her it was a joke? Yeah, they did. Oh, how did she react? She was just laughing for a little oh, okay. bit, but then right. they had to hit out because, like, right after that happened, like they had a call oh. and they had to like go out real quick. At least they had fun in the meantime. Well, she didn't, but yeah, was no. she hot? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, you can't tell. Like, when someone's in a, like, a police officer. Uniform? Uniform, you can't really tell. You can sometimes, you know. Like, Maybe. if they're pretty hot, you can generally see their body through it. But but if not, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now with, like, pounds Do you have of... a thick mustache? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mustache and aviators. That's how aviator. you can tell the cops. Yeah. <laughs> mustache and aviator sunglasses. So the mirrored land... sunglasses? <laughs> Lance, how's uh, your book doing, uh, What You Don't Understand? About the same as the uh, all the other ones. Which is bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still on this program, aren't I? <laughs> well, yeah, he's right. He's yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> uh, so what, what's up? Like, what, Are you gearing up for anything soon? Are you, gonna, are you intending to promote anything anytime soon? Um, not really, actually. Uh, sort of taking a... Uh, a few months off of, you know, the, the uh, promotional hijinks. I see. You're mm-hmm. still blogging, right, every day? Yeah, although a lot of it is, um, um, you know, sort of the uh, snippets from other books and, and other posts. Um, I'd say I'm down to like one or two original blogs uh, a week right now, but kind of ramp back up. Okay. Just been in a, uh, a low creative point for the, after the, uh, the last book, I sort of have uh, been vegging out a little bit. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think the chinchilla has been taking a lot. Yeah, out I was of thinking them. about that. It's just the chinchilla is just too much fucking work, right, Lance? <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, literary fans everywhere are hoping for their quick demise. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta send us well, a I mean, picture. It's, it's not a coincidence. Hemingway, no chinchillas. <laughs> Carl Sagan, no chinchillas. <laughs> I think if you look through the, the, the history of great writers. You'll find very few chinchilla owners. <laughs> you think you got to send us a picture of your chinchillas? Well, I actually reposted this. I think this week that story that you guys were talking about, and on it, uh, on the the, the page uh, uh, lancemanion.com, there is a picture of one of the two of them. Oh, Ooh. okay. I'm gonna so go grab ask that. Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go grab it and put it on the website. The gray one. The gray one. Uh, wait, what's the name of that one again? Uh, Baby Doll. Sucker Punch Fan. I remember a Sucker <laughs> Punch Fan. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, let's get into some news then. Get a load of this. <sighs> Hold on. Lance, do you want to get to, uh, you want to try your hand at doing the get a load of this theme song? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's not no, for everyone. There, there will be all sorts of, uh, of copyright issues. <laughs> for the chinchillas, Lance. Come on. I would have to hear it a few more times. 
No? No. Okay, <laughs> fine. Forget it. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> a lot of weird shit happens all over the world, and it's often reported on in the news, and I like to grab them and dissect them and have fun with them, and yeah, that's what Get a Load of This is. As usual, we start out with the Florida man. What you doing today? Uh, so this week's Florida man I got from uh, fox30jacks.com, which so he's from Jacksonville, posted on April 5th, 2016. Uh, in Baker County, this guy, he kind of led a high-speed chase. Um, so there was a call, I suppose, of... And he ran out and jumped in his in, in his jeep and ran and fucking uh, just drove away, peeled out, and uh, so the police gave chase and um, it, it the speeds reached up to 110 miles per hour. Uh, they blew out a couple tires before he finally crashed into a tree, and then they they sent out the fucking dog to you know fuck him up and he punched the dog in the face um, before getting before getting bitten a couple times. Um, and when they finally, like, managed to apprehend him, they tased his ass, and they apprehended him, and they brought him to the hospital. For some strange reason, it seems like, apropos of nothing, he had a handcuff key in his asshole. Like, a key that would work for any handcuff? I what? guess, like, there's no explanation as to why he had a handcuff key in his asshole, but he had one in his asshole. But did he use it to escape or something? No, no, no. <laughs> He never used it. They found it at the hospital. What? Maybe he, he knew he was going to be arrested, and he wanted to make sure. But he yeah. never used it. Well, maybe he didn't get a chance to. <laughs> if they went deeper, they'd have found a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> the whole set? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. explosives and a, a couple of uh, sheets that he could tie and escape out of himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a couple of sheets, right? <laughs> Yeah, he had an enormous rectum. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, it's very roomy in there, I think. Yeah, a fucking cave. No, but I I, I guess he if was he escaped, in... that's what they probably put on the, uh, you know, the, the bulletin. Armed, dangerous, enormous rectum. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be on his call sheet when they do the police report and yeah. shit like that. I mean, like... I my only explanation is that he was you know he knew he was gonna get arrested. Let me get a universal fucking handcuff key and stick it up my asshole, but not use it. Does that even exist though? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. Like it's such a weird fucking like scenario, and there's no explanation. They didn't ask him or anything. Like like I guess they assumed he thought he was gonna get handcuffed and he was gonna use it. How did he know that they weren't gonna use the zip ties? He didn't. Apparently, he didn't. <laughs> well, whatever happened, he, whether he was handcuffed or not, he never got to use them. He should have put a knife in there just in case as well. Yeah, that would have been... When, when you're leaving home, you don't stick some stuff up your ass <laughs> just before you leave. I have a little dish. <laughs> <laughs> just in case back you get up, hungry? Back up car key, house key. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it seems like a good, safe place, right? <laughs> yeah. I should start doing that, actually. Handcuff keys? Nah, I just threw a few things in there just in case I might need them through the day. You gotta stretch it out first. Yeah, the thing is that, like, I'm tired of pockets, so I'm just not gonna use it. Just put my <laughs> wallet, cell phone. Because is your, I don't know if your rectum's as big as this guy's, but if you, if it isn't, you have to stretch it out. If I want it, like, hard enough, I, I'll, I'll do you it. You guys want to be alone? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's only so much better with you here, baby. <laughs> I just need you to hear all of it, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> you should have asked that uh, that female police officer to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> Use her nightstick. Like uh, this weekend, I'm going to a nude beach, and I need to get this wallet in my ass. <laughs> and I just give her that long look. I I, I mean, know she it's has a baton for God's sake. <laughs> I know it's not true, but I really fucking hope that Lance is going to a nude beach this weekend. I really fucking hope so. To see a bunch of fucking naked <laughs> old men. I just I just want him to come back and report on his his weekend in the nude beach. I'm sure he's been to one. You've been to one, right, Lance? No, oh, I'm a regular. <laughs> like I've like I didn't get naked, but I've I've been to the nude beach. I've never been to a nude beach. My dad apparently used to go on secret trips to the nude beach. It's just old men and like one old lady and nude. There's like no hot chicks, like at all. I guess. Yeah, it's a sausage fest. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that, that's my dad. He he like, likes to go early in the morning. SPJ, our semi-permanent, claims that he saw a guy flying a kite tied to his dick at the nude beach. And but... you know he's fucking around. <laughs> like, there's no fucking way. 
Hey, that's what he claims. You're one gust of wind <laughs> from being de-penised. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine someone finding that kite like a few miles away. <laughs> hey. Yeah. My dad used to take trips like early in the morning, like fucking sunrise, to just go to the nude beach, and he will disrobe. He doesn't care. And I don't know what he. I think he used to try to invite me to go. I'm like, no, thank you, no, thank you. Are you sure your dad's not gay? of a nude beach. I don't know. I mean, hey, you don't want to get your dick sunburned. I'd be sitting there lotioning it the whole time. <laughs> well, now you're just jerking it at the beach. <laughs> What, as you stare into the eyes between applying uh, suntan lotion and jerking yeah <laughs> sure i don't yeah i don't get the appeal either but yeah my dad used to go pretty frequently uh, yeah a bunch of old dudes that just they just don't give a fuck anymore that's what it is it's Clearly. like my life's done like i don't care just go and yeah, let it all out no shame anymore hell no <laughs> yeah but if they were really didn't give a shit they they just Go to, to the nude beach and then go straight to the mall. Nude? Nude. Yeah, but that's, that's illegal. But that's illegal. Corn dog right in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they get arrested for that though. It's legal at the nude beach to walk around without clothes. Like, I don't know. I guess he got his jollies off of it. He never told me why. He stopped going thankfully because he's working now. But like in the mornings. But it was, it was just so weird. He used to go randomly fishing, too. Next time you see your dad, you should ask him if he used suntan lotion on his dick, okay. like uh, Lance says. I'll be sure. And I'll, I'll tell him Lance Mannion ass, too. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, who? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the kind of press I'm looking to get. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. I mean, I, I mean, you have to lotion your dick. If you walk out on a nude beach and you lotion everywhere but your junk... You're going to have, like, a baboon's ass between your legs. <laughs> well, especially... That's a little tip for your listeners. Get it? little tip? <laughs> Life... I'm in an enormous tip. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but head. That's Lance. Like, no shaft, just head. Giant mushroom. Yeah, it's sort of embarrassing. I look like a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Life advice from fucking Lance Mannion, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope you, so. You got that, guys? Just make sure you lotion your dick up when you go to the nude beach. Are there any nude beach where where you're where you're from, Lance? Um, I'm outside of Philadelphia, so no. Yeah, that's what and I thank thought. Thank God for it. <laughs> Did you ever desire to go to nude beach? <laughs> desire. I've been to a nude beach in Europe. Oh, really? That's probably cooler, though, than the ones here. No, it's still a sausage fest. Yeah? Are there at least, like, at least better-looking people? More trim, younger people? Uh, no, not really. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not, because I heard a commercial the other day for some hedonism tour where they were talking about a nude beach, and I think that's what we're all thinking, you know, 21-year-old, enormous-breasted women sprinting up and down the uh, the surf, but that was not the, uh, the scene in front of me. I was looking at... Uh, there wasn't a, a penis under 60 years old, <laughs> as far as I could see. Yeah. Well, 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 now we know Lance used to be at a, used to, used to go, did go to a nude beach at some point. Yeah, he would frequent it like, yeah. pretty often. That's all I need to know. Like, that, we can end the podcast now. I just, I just found out Lance been to a nude beach. So do you walk your chinchillas at the beach with, like, a leash and shit? Well, the, the, you know those uh, invisible um, uh, leashes where it, they, they have a bend in the leash so it looks like you have a dog, but there's no dog there. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, that's, that was my shtick on the, uh, the new beach. <laughs> walking my invisible dog. Alright, so I'm going to move on to the next article. This fucking conversation about nude beach that came out of fucking nowhere. Um, digitaljournal.com posted on March 31st, uh, written by Owen Weldon. Uh, this one just, like, it kind of just cropped up, and I was like, huh, I'm severely intrigued by this, because I literally just saw Lord of the Rings yesterday, um, and, you know, I found out those fucking hobbits are completely fucking useless, except for Sam. Sam's the only badass one, but everybody else is stupid as shit. But whatever, that's not the point. (laughs) The point is, apparently, um, in the evolution of humans, there was a stage in which, uh... Hobbits existed. Really? 
<laughs> well, that was a delayed reaction. Yes, there was a stage in which hobbits existed. Uh, they stood about four four feet tall or something like that. Three 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 feet and a half tall, I believe. And um, they lived somewhere in like Indian uh, region, India. And they weighed about 75 pounds. They're called Homo uh, floresiensis, I believe. Were they just as stupid as Frodo and just as gay or no? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. They 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 existed in the Indonesian area. Um, some about they said that like the last one disappeared somewhere around fifty thousand years ago, which is relatively early for um for like um um for like pre uh, not prehistoric uh primitive humans. Um, and they said that the reason why they died out is mostly when like the Homo erectus came around. Which is, you know, our ancestor. The Homo erectus became the Homo sapien, and they th- the reason why they, they think that the Hobbit died off was because of us. That's pretty good. Okay. We don't need them. You're damn right they did. <laughs> we don't fucking need them around here, being all short and shit, giant ass feet. They're like, they're like fucking, what, four feet what? What'd you say? I think they're like three foot. Let me double check. They're like quick. three something, and they have like size 15 fucking shoes. I don't know about that now, but <laughs> they existed. No, in- and they- same thing like why couldn't it just be a midget i i, I mean what if what if, if you know let's say fifty thousand years from now they find uh you know a, a midget now and they'll be like well you know amidst all the nba players there was also a, a breed of midgets that soon died out and were probably eaten by the nba players <laughs> <laughs> i mean my only explanation is that like um because, you know, when you look at midgets nowadays, dwarves, you know, they have certain... Um, they have fucking huge heads. They, their anatomies are very distinct. <laughs> I, I swear I can't get away from talking about midgets. I noticed that. I'm, I'm trying to steer away right now. But their heads are it's so too late, big. It's too late. Midgets hate me. <laughs> They're, like, great for parties because you just put, like, a tray on top of their heads oh and just... God, Jesus Christ. Snack all night. We'll never, we're, we're never gonna have any midget listeners, like ever, ever. They can't reach the headset, buddy. <laughs> um, Plus, their their big fingers can't work the iPod. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> midgets have very distinctive features. They have very, very distinctive features um, that you can tell that it's uh, they, that they're dwarves or midgets. Um, little people, come on, stop offending people. people. Um, but I guess, like, they looked at the skeletal remains of, of, uh, of the, of these hobbits, the, the Homo floresiensis, and they discovered that, you know, they basically have the same proportions of a, no- of a normal person, they're just much smaller. Well, I've seen those too, like, short motherfuckers that aren't midgets, <laughs> like, I've seen that. But this yeah, is... you're saying the nice thing, they could have been, like, the shiftiest humans ever, and that's why they're extinct. Like they were stealing shit and talking crap behind Erectus's back. Homo <laughs> <laughs> Erectus is not playing. He's, he's oh not my god! With that shit. Yeah. a bunch of midgets. It's like he's building a high school drama with these pretty, pretty <laughs> primitive human beings, dude. No, but like I, I mean. These are, like, under three foot. Like, there's, again, like, they probably f- discovered, like, there's a lot of these fucking people, these, like, these type of humans around that area. So they just, like, collectively called them hobbits because they're about three, three like, and a half feet tall and shit all right, like that. Like, that, that video going around, it's, like, a few videos of this one, like, French midget who looks like a small person. He doesn't look like a midget. He looks like a small person. He's always, like, fighting people. We you never seen that video? I have, but again, these are prehistoric people, and there was a lot, I guess, like in, in one given region. That's probably why they, they you know, they, they, they discovered it, and they named them, and, you know, they are part of the prehistoric human uh, kind, I guess. I just say these scientists don't know shit. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, they could have just been inbreeding. Maybe it was a valley where a bunch of midgets started banging each other until they were their heads became so large they couldn't, you know, actually get out of their mothers and they became extinct.
Nope, it's stuck again. <laughs> Do we actually have Donald Trump on the podcast right now? Like, holy shit, this is the most hateful thing I've ever heard. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. There, there's still at least ten more minutes in this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, I'm like... I like Milky's cracking up. I'm literally shocked. He just said something that fucked up. Well, I mean, I'm just picturing everybody sitting there going, "Is it a boy or a girl?" And they're looking, going, "We don't know. The giant head is not coming out." <laughs> and the mom is screaming, "And get, yeah, get it out, get it out. We can't look at the size of that fucking head." Apparently, all you need to get this guy dying is midget humor. Like, horrible midget humor is what you can get this guy laughing. With. That's pretty much in my wheelhouse. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Can we just not talk about midgets ever again? I'm we, moving you're on. You're the one that... And then the mother pushes so hard that the lock key shoots out of her ass. <laughs> Yeah. I'm moving on. Callbacks. I'm never talking about midgets again with Lance. Just don't bring it up again. You just brought it up right now. <laughs> never again. Okay. Uh, so. Lance and I are going to do an old midget podcast, but <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> what are you going to do? Bring a midget on and just shit on him the entire fucking show? They're not allowed to be on the show. <laughs> We're just going to talk about midgets all fucking show. Once a week. No, we'll just we'll go through those little vocal harmonizers so it'll make us sound like we're midgets and we can talk and do the whole podcast <laughs> as a midget. <laughs> but just shit on them the whole time. Holy shit. <laughs> Self-loathing. Yeah. Anyway, um, my next article is from HuffingtonPost.com. Uh, written by uh, Venus Wu. What? Wow, what a name. Venus Wu. Is like a porn star name? Right. Um, uh, post on April 1st. I... It's not a fucking April Fool's Day joke, I don't believe. You sure? I'm pretty sure. It was all over the place. It might be. Um, so this guy in Hong Kong, this Chinese um, graphic designer named Ricky Ma, he apparently it was his dream to always create like a lifelike robot, like a very, very like um, seemingly alive robot, and he, cr- he created a robot that looks like Scarlett Johansson. Nice. <laughs> Does it have, like, a working vagina and shit? I, I mean, it, you know, he he doesn't say anything about it being a sex doll of any sort. The comments on this article are full of jokes about it being a sex doll, but... You know he's fucking the shit out of it. It has man. to be. Like, why else would you make it... Everybody's a- fucking their sex doll. I mean, like... Nobody builds a doll and doesn't have sex with it. At least yeah. not one that hot and not fuck it, you know? Yeah. But, like, apparently he he was just re- realizing a childhood dream, and it's, like, very responsive, and it, it you know, it has, like, um, a mechanism. Three holes. <laughs> <laughs> it has mechanisms in the face that allow it to emote relatively accurately and shit like that. Like, I think he was speaking into a microphone. He's like, you're very pretty, and, like, and she would, like, slightly smile and then say, oh, thank you very much, you know? Let me ask you something. Yeah. Can Scarlett Johansson, like, sue the shit out of this guy? I think I would imagine so, yeah. Like, I'd imagine so. That's completely her likeness, and I hope he doesn't sell it. He wants to sell it. He really does. Because he wants to sell it and be able to make more robots. Because fucking... The guy from back to... I'm going to buy a used robot. (laughs) Yeah, it's all full of cum and shit. No one's going to take that. Yeah, I'm like, uh, you're going to have to switch out the vagina before I pay you dollar one. (laughs) Yo, Lance, I'm going to send it to you on Facebook if you want to take a look at it. You mean right now? Yeah. I've got to get on my computer. Oh, you can't access oh, it? Yeah, come on, man. He's old. He can't do more than one thing. Okay, never time. mind, Lance. <laughs> I just thought you wanted to take a look at it, but fuck it. <laughs> no, I'll, believe me, I'll, I'll visit that site later tonight. <laughs> I'm applying suntan lotion to my groin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, he just, it's a pretty well-functioning robot. It winks, it talks to you, and... It took him a year and a half and fifty thousand dollars, but he created a, a robot that like is relatively responsive. Wow. Yeah. Well, if you, if you look at if you look at the, the history of of language and communication from the time I mean back even to the Egyptians, everything was basically funded. Every technological advance was funded by pornography. <laughs> the first printing presses, all the way through the internet, and I'm sure that artificial intelligence and robots. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, like, especially if you make it in the likeness of a very pretty girl, like, it's like it only makes sense that he would want to fuck it. He's just not, you know, admitting to it yet. Yeah, I mean, even in virtual reality, once we get to the point where we can mimic that, dating will become completely obsolete. No one's going to have to put up with a fucking real girl if you can sit there and just buy one and have her marching around in a, uh, a French maid's dress, you know, and then banging here whenever you want. I'm telling you, marriages will become like a thing of the past. Possibly. This is such a dystopian world we're going to live in. I think I think there's tons of people that would love that shit, though. Yeah. Would you, Lance? Well, honestly, I think my the first thing I would buy would be a... Uh, a, a midget robot. <laughs> that, a, because it's only it'll probably be only half the price. Well, the good thing oh about the good thing about that midget robot is that you can stand it on its head and it won't fall. It just stays like on its head, and then you can fuck it however you want. Yeah, I mean, because I think that's really where you want to. Your first robot investment will be things you wouldn't dare have had sex with before. But you know, in the privacy of your own room, that's when you start marching out the midgets. <laughs> I just I feel like I just can't let Lance talk anymore because he's gonna somehow relate it back to Mitch's like just <laughs> I get that a lot <laughs> gets, like every day someone's like you're talking about midgets again <laughs> have you received hate mail from midgets yet um uh, it's hard to tell their, their little hands can't hold the <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah I've gotten scribbles that I think were, were mean-spirited, put it that way. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> you want to you know what the most hate, the, the one article that got me the most hate mail, and it was totally, it showed me how thin-skinned people are, is yeah. I got a lot of, like, hate mail. I, I'd written something about um, wishing that there was a Special Olympics for people who weren't, like, really special, just like ordinary people. Uh, and, and I don't know how I phrased it, but I was just saying, you know, I would love to compete against people who were physically, you know, a wreck like I was, because I think that would be fun. And I mentioned, you know, you either have to be an amazing athlete, you know, for the Olympics or your special Olympics. But it wasn't meant in any disrespect for, you know, to handicap people. It didn't sound like Boy, that. Boy, did I get unloaded people yelling and screaming, saying, you know, oh, you're saying you wish you were retarded and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the one time I got yelled at most is when I got actually misrepresented. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like That's it. weird, because they read it that way, because it, it could also have been that you wish you were, like, a really good athlete, right? Cause well, right. no, I, it's probably a lot easier to be retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is, I mean, like, it's clear what from what you're telling me now, right now, it's clear you're just making an, an, an observation about having Olympics for normal, pe- normal unfit people. Nothing to do with Special right. Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Everybody should have their Olympics. Like, <laughs> and it, it was, you know, because the Special Olympics is an awesome thing, you know, because, I mean, whoever wants to compete gets to compete. But there is no Olympics for just physically weak and soft people like myself. I think it would be really fun to be involved in the Olympics. So I guess I was saying that I was a little envious of both people who were spectacularly athletic and people who were, you know, spectacularly handicapped. And that came off wrong and people yelled at me. Yeah, I believe there's an Olympics for people that have, like, very low IQ levels. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could join that one, Lance. You just get... Well, I, now they have one, and I just saw a commercial selling, like, some obscure thing. Now everybody's at people who've lost limbs and who are blind and all these other, like, now all you've got to do is, like, have an arm lopped off or something. Boom, you get to compete in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Did you get any death, th- death threats or anything? Do you remember, like, the most, uh, the most hateful piece of mail? No, I mean, I would be flattered by a death threat, but, I mean, honestly, I'm not that good a writer. I don't think I can generate that much dislike. Okay. Most people probably, it's like a passive, like, I hope you get hit by a bus. But nobody's (laughs) actually going to actually rent a bus and and run over me. (laughs) Yeah, it's too much work. Rather disappointing, actually. (laughs) All right, I'm moving on. Uh, I got this from UPI.com. Not written by Ben Hooper for once. Marilyn Malera. 
Also an interesting name. Uh, so in Shanghai, posted on April 2nd, uh, in Shanghai, there's a funeral home um, who started using 3D printers to try to restore bodies that have been mangled in accidents or been badly burned and shit like that. So like for when the wake or the viewing comes out, like the, the um, they try to make these bodies look as close to the original form as they used to. Uh-huh. And that's the news. Wait, what? That's it. It's just, it's just like people are noticing that you know, there's there's a funeral home in Shanghai who's using 3D printers to recreate these people's faces and bodies mm. who have been mangled horribly in some way. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Now, could they also make a Scarlett Johansson corpse? I'm sure they could. I'm sure they could. I mean, like the guy used primarily 3D printing to create Scarlett Johansson. There you go. Maybe then lead you. You're alone. Nobody else in the funeral home. Scarlett Johansson sitting only a few feet away. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with this. I, I think so. That's e- that's even easier because you you could just construct the face and just put it on any corpse that's there, and then you you're good to go. Or no? That's an interesting. Yeah, <laughs> wanted to match at least you know, especially if you're in the Orient. Scarlett Johansson doesn't have an Asian body. <laughs> I mean, this is such a nice article about recreating people's faces and bodies, and somehow you, you bro- you're bringing it into the realm of necrophilia. I wasn't going there particularly. <laughs> I was just, I, you know, if that's where your mind goes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You guys are fucked up. Well, I mean, apparently it costs about six hundred twenty to seven hundred seventy-five dollars for like for their three D printing um, uh, procedures, uh, and it's a, I think it's like a new th- it's like wait how much three hundred dollars no 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 six hundred and twenty dollars to seven hundred seventy-five dollars oh. for them to, to use the three D printing procedure to recreate your loved one and shit like that. Um, apparently that that's I, not your loved one. It's it'd be the equivalent of a mannequin. But it would be at least it'll look closer to who you who you lost as opposed to this really fucked but up like, looking body. To me, it's like, what's the point? Can you just have like a closed casket wake or whatever? That's it. You could, but like, I mean, it's a viewing. What people... if somebody's really just ugly and you just want to you know, make them a little bit more attractive? <laughs> you could probably do that. Yeah, but with what features though? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, just get any any just, actor. Just create a Scarlett Johansson mask and throw it on your dead grandma. Why not? Okay. Then Lance will come by and fuck my grandma. <laughs> Would you say Lance? That's probably how she'd want to go out, or give her a one size bump in the old breast department, or if it's your grandpa, maybe you know have him packing. You know, this <laughs> giant lump in his pants. Get everybody thinking. You know, nice thoughts as he's put in the box <laughs> yeah i'm just saying use the 3d printer technology don't you know don't be so narrow in its focus <laughs> oh my yeah. God. use it for anything <laughs> this is such a nice article <laughs> i'm gonna end get a little well, this. you tell me that what he's talking about is not nice it's a little, like it's, giving giving your grandma better tits it's perverting it dude <laughs> how she probably love that yeah, have her nipples, like, straight up at attention. She's going to face the great beyond, making it look like it's freezing cold out. So she can be, like, a, a compass? Anyway, just just, just end the, end the segment, please. Do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> you just got a load of this. <sighs> okay, so... It's really tough finding pop culture news that's not, like, comic book related nowadays because that's all I'm into and shit. Uh-huh. And then, like, and I know Lance isn't comic book news, so it's just, like, I had to find something that I felt, like, was pretty universal and it took a while, but I found a few, a couple things. So it's time for popping loads. I, I have a, I have a thing to I have a thing to Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> So the first one, and it just boggles my fucking mind. Um, Lance, you know Looney Tunes, I'm assuming, right? Oh yeah. Did <laughs> such a reaction. Uh, so did you, do you? Are you aware of uh, Speedy Gonzalez? Yes, he is an illegal immigrant. <laughs> Donald Trump throws his ass out of the country. <laughs> um, apparently. 
WB maybe scrambling or something because I, I don't know what the issue is, but they decided to start developing a Speedy Gonzalez animated movie. And I think it's the dumbest fucking idea of ever, but... but they, I, oh, that's horrible. I, I agree. Didn't, I, didn't they bring back, like, Charlie Brown and shit? Like, they're bringing back a bunch of old stuff. Well, that's not WB. I think that was, no, like, No, but I mean, Fox like, but shit. period. Like, they're bringing back, like, old cartoons. Yeah, I get that. Like, the nostalgia is there, and it's very strong, and Charlie Brown's, like, everybody loves Charlie Brown, good old Charlie Brown. And people like Speedy Gonzalez, but... Speedy Gonzalez no, is. I a... hate Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> I hate it. Speedy Gonzalez. He's like he's he is a fucking stereotype. Like one of the most like Jesus. He's he is the worst fucking like Mexican stereotype you could see around, dude. Like you yeah. like, no, he, he's actually a glowing like beacon compared to you. I don't know if you remember those. He used to hang around with all the other Mexican mice. And they were oh. horrendous stereotypes. <laughs> they, they would do nothing but sleep with their big sombreros <laughs> over their heads. Like, in a day, in this day and age when political correctness is such a big thing, you're going to bring back a character that was such an, like a horribly offensive stereotype? Yes, like, but they're, they're going to make it okay by having George Lopez portray him. <laughs> it's not George Lopez. Oh, okay. Start with George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Because for some reason, people fucking like George Lopez, and he's fucking horrible. <laughs> he has never really said bad. one funny fucking thing in his entire life. <laughs> I don't understand the George Lopez phenomenon. Yeah. He can't throw a fucking rock without getting a new TV show. Each one bombs. The ratings are horrendous. But then all he has to do is wait a couple months, and boom, he has another TV show. Yeah, and he's on, like, fucking tons of movies every year, like, fucking at least five movies. And he, I don't, I never thought it was funny. That fucking sitcom he was in, fucking horrible. Yeah, the George Lopez show was horrible. Very, it's like very, the very worst bad. sitcom I've ever seen. I, I only reason why I liked it is because his <laughs> wife was really hot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And that's why you watch the whole show. I don't watch the whole show. I saw uh, I, 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 there's episodes from time to time on Nick at Night. And I'm just like, okay, I'll watch it, and it's, 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 it's barely amusing for me to keep my attention. Yeah. But it's really bad. Disgusting. <laughs> it's really fucking bad. The, the bottom line is there's no way Speedy Gonzalez could carry a whole movie. There's just no way. He's not that... In- he was one of those guys that you hated because he never lost. Like, Daffy Duck, he's a hero because he's always getting his head blown off and stuff. Speedy never lost, so everybody hated him. He was too like fast. The, the Superman of cartoon uh, animals. Yeah, as opposed to Roadrunner, they're basically the same basic principle. Yeah, Roadrunner never yeah, lost I either. Could, I could see that. Yeah, well, I never liked Roadrunner either. Oh, okay. I was always a coyote guy. Okay. I think everyone was. No one watched that show for the fucking Roadrunner, did they? I didn't hate. I didn't dislike <laughs> the Roadrunner. I liked Coyote more, but I didn't dislike the Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we 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 can all see ourselves in the Coyote. Nobody saw themselves as the Roadrunner or for Speedy Gonzalez. We, we are all a bunch of, especially the three of us fucks, we are the, the epitome of coyotes. Yeah. But, <laughs> so that's, I just, it, it just doesn't make any sense to want to create, like, it, like there's so much, there's so many fucking characters in, in the, the Looney Tunes catalog. Why <laughs> go for Speedy Gonzalez, who's the most horribly, one of the most horribly offensive things like that was created back in the day. Okay, but so you say that, why, why do you find him, um, offensive and horrible because it's like it's a mexican stereotype like he's a really big mexican stereotype okay but what stereo what stereo i mean his accent yes but other than that what does he do that makes you think he's stereotypical well the the fucking sombrero (laughs) the accent the sombrero just in general like in like i mean like do you think he would work wow i'm so offended right now (laughs) isn't like george lopez himself a stereotype as well and people find that funny, and people it's like okay, that. It's okay because he's Mexican. We have already established that. But this car, this character is Mexican too. Okay, if you think it'll work. Is he is 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 he not Mexican? Speedy Gonzalez. Accents are like that. Who's the woman on uh, Modern Family? Uh, I can never pronounce her name. Fuck, what's her name? Sofia, Sofia Vergara. Vergara. Yeah. Yeah, that, she has that ridiculous, over-the-top accent. Yeah. But that's not a stereotype. That's how people talk. Yeah. I think she's putting it up like she's she's using an accent. I don't think that's like real. Oh no, but yeah. that's that's the point though. That's her character. Oh okay. But like, why would he like? I don't think that's offensive to have an accent. I don't... 
So do you think Speedy Gonzalez will work in this era of political correctness? Yeah. Okay. If if George Lopez works, but you know that. It, yeah, I mean, he's the cartoon version of Lopez. Yeah. Kid, like you could get discount tickets if you prove you came in a car with uh, over twenty passengers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the, apparently the original uh, short that he um, debuted in was about how he was uh, he was trying he was trying to be like um, like a Robin Hood to these impoverished Mexican mice, and he he went into a cheese factory on the border of the U.S. and Mexico that Sylvester the cat was guarding, and like I, 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 that's where the shenanigans started, um, and apparently like that might be the premise of the movie. And, um, like, let me see, uh, what the, let's see here. Yeah, he's a Robin Hood-like character, um, in, so it looks like that's... It sounds, it sounds like a metaphor for illegal aliens right now. (laughs) Going into our infant cheese factory to steal things for this impoverished, you know, nice brethren. I think it sounds like it's just a metaphor. Yeah. Donald Trump, 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's probably, like... Because Speedy Gonzalez is obviously the, the good guy in this, right? Yeah, he's always the good guy. Yeah, exactly. So this is it's, this is not a stereotype. It seems like it's going to be helping. Like, oh, okay, this person just wants to do certain things in this country to go help back the people back in Mexico. Yeah, I don't, the problem I don't... is, somewhere there's a family that's living off the proceeds of the cheese factory, and, it's, and they have all this cheese stolen. They're going to end up suffering. The father's going to lose his job. I mean, they they haven't really like explained what the premise of the movie is, but they're saying he's gonna be like a Robin Hood like character. So it looks like they're gonna start like a brand new origin story for Speedy Gonzalez. Probably. <laughs> it's like a heist caper, I think, is what they're describing it as. Um, and they did. I heard it was gonna be Batman versus Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> They um they already they already cast uh, Speedy Gonzalez. They, they, it's this Mexican actor named uh, Eugene U- Eugenio Derbez. Apparently, he's like a really famous. Oh, Eugenio Mexican... Derbez. Yeah, I know who he is. Oh, who, who is he? He's a Mexican comedian. He's in tons of like uh, comedy shows over there in Mexico. And so he... he's super popular. Yeah, and he's done like a lot of uh, movies and stuff like that. So it's it's not a cartoon. It is it's a cartoon. An actual, like, no, no, people? he's voicing him. Oh, I thought he was actually going to be running around with a sombrero on. Dressed like a mouse? <laughs> no, but... That he, I'd pay to see. <laughs> he's like... But he's like excited, apparently. He he considers Speedy Gonzalez a superhero to Mexicans. So, I... I okay. I, I guess if he thinks yeah, it's like, a good idea. Because, like, maybe people in, like, the fucking... Like, in the U.S., the, the PC people, might think that, oh, this is offensive towards Mexicans. Well, Mexicans might think... Hey, Fuck, growing up, that was the only motherfucker we knew that was Mexican. Well, I mean, like, the, the problem is that it was created by white people in a time where, like, th- there wasn't there wasn't too much of representation of Mexicans around, and the character is pretty stereotypical, so it's just, like, that's why, you know, PC people are just like, this is a bad idea. Yeah, you know? but what if what if Mexicans... Well, I mean, if, if they're okay with it, then I don't give a shit. They <laughs> obviously are. This I... famous Mexican actor is gonna fucking play... The Speedy Gonzalez you know, guy. They're, they're gonna be against the new Amos and Andy movie. What? What the fuck is Amos and Andy? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you, you don't know. They were. Uh, never mind. I'll get in more trouble fucking explaining Amos and Andy I'm gonna, than uh, than it's worth. I'm googling it right now. Hold on. I, yes, I don't, please do. Leave me the fuck out of it. I don't, I don't know who they are either. Oh wow. Okay, it's an old sitcom about. Or like a radio show about two white actor actors that that lived in Harlem. It was it was basically two white people living in in the black community, I guess, something like that. It had a lot. Wow. Do- is that correct or is that incorrect? What are you on GoogleTard.com? <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, like the first description on Wikipedia has talks about two white actors and talk about historic black Why Harlem. They were, per- they were portraying black actors. Oh, I, were they? I didn't say that. <laughs> they, Listen, I have enough trouble with the midgets. I'm not getting into any more fucking Oh, so they were. Oh, okay. 
All right, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm moving on because I don't want to describe something I have no idea of anything about. But yeah, so I kind of want to check that out. You've never heard that expression. You've never heard that cultural reference. Never, I've never heard it. Have you heard it, Milky? No, I never heard it I've either. I've never heard of Amos and Andy before. But I'm gonna look That's it up Florida. though. Florida is its own fucking country, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. I've never heard it before. You know, I was I was in Florida uh, three weeks ago down at Clearwater. Oh, what the fuck were you doing there? That was uh, spring break. So you... I never miss a chance to uh, to hang out with with young people on their their big week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why didn't you fucking like Clearwater? How far is that from us? Clearwater is like forty five minutes, why maybe you, an hour. Why didn't you contact us, Lance? I I just wasn't thinking. Although I have to admit, your '80s radio stations are fucking spectacular. <laughs> I've never heard so many Cars and Boston and all these great <laughs> horrible '80s songs. Were you like listening back to, back to 102.7 The Beach? That sounds familiar. <laughs> Damn it, like no, oh, it, it was it was glorious. I, I rented a car. I had the windows down. You know, I mean, I, I was staying right at the Hilton, right on the water. It was awesome. I'm deeply offended, Lance. You should have said you should have called us up or something. Next time, for sure, we'll hang. You can, you, we'll, we'll hang in person. And I get to see your chinchillas. <laughs> no, I don't think they let me carry those on. <laughs> All right, so yeah, they're making a Speedy Gonzalez movie. I personally don't think it's a good idea. I don't care enough for Speedy Gonzalez to see a movie about him. And, like, there are going to be PC people who's going to be like, this is a really bad idea. I'd watch it over the over a Peanuts movie. Because I never, I never really got into Charlie Brown when I was a kid. But I used to watch Speedy Gonzalez. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Speedy Gonzalez is coming at you. Wait for that shit. When's it coming out? Uh, they don't, I don't think they have a release date yet. Like, they they just started moving forward and, t- and developing it. So, I think it's probably, like, at least a, t- a year or two. At least two years out. Something like that. All right. Next time uh, Lance comes down here, we're going to all go watch it. There you go. It's a date. When Speedy Gonzalez comes out, <laughs> I'll fly down and we can see the movie. Yes. <laughs> and we'll do live commentary in the fucking theater. <laughs> and, and by then, we'll have our midget robots to go with. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Go get me popcorn, midget robot. Yes, master. <laughs> uh, so the next piece of news, it's pretty sad news. Um, Eric Bowersfeld, the voice of Admiral Akbar, passed away uh, yesterday, uh, the 4th. Oh, man. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, Admiral Akbar, very minor character in the Star Wars universe. Very recognizable one, though. Very recognizable. It looks like a fish. And obviously, his you know his one line uh, sparked an entire fucking generation of memes and shit like that. But who's going to replace him in the new one, then? And the know. next one? I don't know. It does, I mean, like they're not obviously thinking about that right now. They're just mourning the loss of a, of a government You don't know, actor. man. These studios is the first thing they do, bro. He was 93 when he passed, and he, you know, obviously he did uh, reprise his role uh, in Star Wars The Force Awakens, where he had, like, not a, a me- you think he had a meteor role in that, the Return of the Jedi? I think it was bigger than, yeah. yeah. Do you think they used the 3D printer model of his character to put in the casket? <laughs> As a mask over his face? Wait, Lance, you've seen Star Wars, I hope. Yes. Okay, so you know who Admiral Akbar is? Um, not really. Oh, okay. Um, well, in... the fish guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in Return of the Jedi, um, I guess, like, the, the Rebellion was about to go attack the new, the, the in-construction Death Star, and then suddenly, like, stormtroopers flew out of fucking nowhere and started shooting at everybody, and that's when he's like, it's a trap, you know? And, and apparently, like, everybody loved that line and became such a big fucking meme online and everywhere since then. It's yeah. a trap. And like he well, was, maybe you're gonna make me miss him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. They, they haven't explained how he died yet, but he was 93, so he was he was relatively old. He lived a really long life. Pretty so, old, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty old. Wouldn't it be awesome if he got killed by a stormtrooper? <laughs> like at a convention? Right. <laughs> or no, just some psycho who thinks he's a stormtrooper. <laughs> oh, he... that would put a little more whimsy in life. If I was gonna be a, like a sociopath. I think that's what I would do. I would dress as a stormtrooper and I would start killing everybody in the Star Wars bar scene oh <laughs> until the police put it together. Be like Greedo, dead. Hammerhead, dead. <laughs> and then they'd have to put out the you know the poster, the wanted poster, and it'd just be a stormtrooper. 
<laughs> he actually didn't miss for the first time. Um, he also played if like. Line up, there'd be like eight of them. They look identical. I'd be like, uh, I think it's the one on the left. Uh, uh, you guys it? are not investing any time in picturing this, are you? I know, not really. This is. I'm not amused by a stormtrooper killing people right now. <laughs> Why not? Isn't that all they do? They no, they're doing they're really bad at it. Yeah. You realize. They always miss. Uh Bowersfeld, um he also played like a, a character from um from another character in Return of the Jedi. Uh he was one of uh, Jabba the Hutt's bitches. Uh, his name was Bib Fortuna. I have no idea who the fuck that is cuz I don't know the Star Wars universe that well. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Bib Fortuna is? No. No, he played him as well. Oh, okay. But yeah, you know, he obviously he came back for Force Awakens and he re- he voiced Admiral Akbar again. So, you know, people know him, and it is a pretty big loss for like the Star Wars community. So it does suck, you know. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Fish guy. Lance is completely unaffected by all of this. Well, Lance is busy I'm trying, writing. I'm trying to be respectful. I have funny things going to my head. I'm keeping them to myself. Nah. <laughs> Go for it. What do you what do you what do you want to say? <laughs> No, no, uh, next story. I don't want to be disrespectful to the dead. <laughs> That's all I got for popping loads, actually. Like, I couldn't find anything else. Everything else is all about fucking, like, just bullshit news. I don't give a shit about, like... So like, David Bowie dies, and you don't mention it. Well, I, we, we already had a whole episode about him. Yeah, like four months ago. Do you want to talk oh, about okay. the... We can talk about David Bowie. I'll talk about Bowie. Like, I, you know, I was severely fucking, like, affected by, like, the passing David Bowie. How were you? Oh, I was, I was absolutely wrecked. Really? Like, I... one of the few, one of the few times where it was just like, uh, like, like I was really upset. I couldn't even, uh, make fun of it. Wow. I didn't know you were a big David Bowie fan, uh, Lance. Oh, how can you not be? I don't know. You look at you look at there. There are just certain people that the world is is diminished without them around. Yeah. Like you know, your podcast is never going to be number one. I'm never going to be a number one, you know, uh, writer. But if we had one of the people we would have wanted to have met was David Bowie. Like you know, there, there's maybe a half dozen people that I think transcend culture, and that would have been one one of those guys. And the fact that none of us are ever going to meet him. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I I wrote about that as well. Like even though I never had a chance to ever meet him, I never met him before. Like it still affected me to where I was like I from I will never be able to meet him again. I will never be able to meet him. Like that's it. He's passed on, and that's it. and like I feel like the world is less uh, is feel like it has less value now because he's no longer in it. I was really affected by it, even though I was never that big of a Bowie fan. Like I liked some of his songs, but like I, he was cool and I always liked him, but he was it was never that big of a Bowie fan, but that just shows how much of an impact he's had on this world when I was when I was severely saddened by it and I didn't even I wasn't even that big of a fan. Yeah. Oh, I had I had my complete like um, pussy moment. I was at the mall and I think I was at a gap or something, just walking around and changes came on the loudspeaker and it just you know and it sort of blindsided me and then you know i got uh, i got pretty bummed out i'm like you know it, you know when you hear the news and then you're you're talking about it's one thing but then when it sort of hits you when you're not expecting it uh, you know it, it sucked yeah and it was just like in the middle of a string of other important deaths too so it was just like compounded yeah, with... we lost i think the same week lemmy died no, no, yeah. the week before, I believe. I think no, I think Lemmy was like two weeks before, yeah. but then the same week it was, it was, was uh, Alan, uh, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Yeah, it was just all compounded together. Three really important deaths in pop culture, and it was just I I was wrecked by yeah. Alan Rickman. Le- Lemmy hit me harder than yeah than Bowie for sure, but yeah, it was definitely like that week was just weird. It was just, it's just it a just weird sucked, feeling dude. that whole fucking week. These people we've never met before <laughs> and will never meet. Even if they were alive, it's just like it's just the fact that it affected me so badly. Like it, it was just I, I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, the, the Alan Rickman wrecked me. Like I was I was crying. I was so fucking sad when I found that Alan Rickman passed, and you know I've only, I mean like I've seen him in so many things, but like obviously the main for me the main role that I've always loved him in was you know Harry Potter and that wasn't even his the most definitive role like everybody knows him more as Hans Gruber from Die Hard and like yeah. it's just and I would but I was fucked up because of it I was really bummed out for at least a couple of days after that. You want to know the obscure guy that kicked my ass was Harold Ramis. Oh, 
Remus die. That was pretty sad too. Yeah. That was pretty sad Harold too. Harold Remus was like the, to me, the ultimate cool guy. Like he, he was just so grounded, and he like was a the consummate professional. He was a movie star, but he never took on the trappings of the movie star. He was always just a normal guy. And I just I thought that was when he died, that was such a loss with all these bullshit, you know, superstar, you know, egomaniacs. Mm-hmm. And here was a guy that was just probably the, one of the funniest people ever, but just kept way below the radar at all times. And always just kept working. Never, it never really like, it never inflated his ego or anything. He just yeah. kept working and did his thing. You know, I, I like speaking of Harold Ramis, you know, within the same group, like if, if Bill Murray ever passes, I'm going to get fucked up too, dude. Yeah. Bill Murray is, is just all Yeah, bad. but he just screwed me because I took a bunch of people to see Rock the Casbah. <laughs> this was like six months ago. I'm like, oh, you got to see it. And they're like, oh, the reviews are terrible. I'm like, no, trust me, it's Bill Murray. We're all going. And it was the worst fucking movie ever. So Really? Yeah, he, he needs a makeup movie. Jeez. Yeah, to me, the one that I know for sure is going to fuck me up is when Jackie Chan dies. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I've watched Jackie Chan movies all my life. And, like, a few a few months ago, there was, like, a rumor going on that he had died. And I was driving, and I, I was with my dad for some reason. And my dad just says, oh, did you know Jackie Chan died? And for, like, the next 30 seconds, I, I couldn't talk. I couldn't, I couldn't, I could, like, I didn't even remember breathing. I was just, like, in shock. And then I fucking urged Maria... My girlfriend to like look it up to see if it was true and it was all fake and then I was like okay and like my heart was pounding and shit it's really weird like I, I was what like made you, what, what makes you identify with him so much I, I don't know I, I guess it's it's like it's like almost like he was my babysitter you know always like Jackie Chan will be on TV no matter what just watch Jackie Chan movies all day all night he's just like a charismatic guy you know, just he'll, he'll fight, but he's still like the nicest dude ever. Like his, I don't know, just his character. You know, his movies was just always great. Yeah, I'd know. be pretty sad too if Jackie Chan passes. I really love the fuck out of that guy. Yeah, so. definitely. It's just, I guess, like Glance is just questioning it because like an Argentinian guy is so it looks up to and, and like a Chinese guy from the seventies and eighties and shit like that. Oh, sorry, I forgot he went for Trump, and he, yeah. they don't care for anyone other yeah, he, than their kind. He doesn't get But it. I just care for any human being that's cool, no matter where they're from or who they are. He would have made a great Speedy Gonzalez. Well, that's the end of Poppin' Loads, and that's, uh, and I don't, uh, ah, I don't that's know. That's the end of the show? I think that's the end of the show. I think we're good. So anything and everything we talked about, you find at droploads.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at PC and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast or by searching Droploads Productions on Facebook, you can follow me on Instagram at droploads, and check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash droploads, P is droploads, and the letter P. And also, please don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network, this cool network of podcasts, Started up by the dudes at Pure BS uh, Podcast, and you can check it out at bspodcastnetwork.com. Um, we're also on three internet radio stations. That the first one is the Mix Talk. You can find that at themixx.fm. We're played at Tuesday, Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're also in the Revere Radio. That's R E V E R R E V E R E Radio Network.com. We're played on Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern. And lastly, we're on Cornucopia, Cornucopia Radio. That's C O R N U C O P I A hyphen Radio. That's C O the U K. We're played randomly once throughout the week, so hopefully one day you just happen to tune in you listen to us. Um, also, don't forget to get to check out our good buddy Lance Mannion's website. Uh, he released a book recently, I think last winter, called What You Don't Understand. It's free on his website, LanceMannion.com. Anything else, Lance? Anything you missed? I'm I'm just dizzy from that, that last minute of... Uh, of- <laughs> <laughs> We just kind of speed through it. We've been saying it for a long time now. I felt like I was in an auction. <laughs> <laughs> you cheap bastard. You want to bid on anything? <laughs> the last... I was afraid to say anything, otherwise you'd be like, so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Lance? Anything I missed? Anything you want to throw out there real quick? No, I think we're good. Okay. All right. Uh, you remember how we ended, right, Lance? I love dropping loads. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What's wrong? The club and the moon is full. And I'm looking for a thick young lady to pull. One sure shot way to get him out of them pants. Take note to the brand new dance.
like this. When I move, you move. When I move, you move. When I move, you move. So what can a kid like me do to get up in them guts? He had a handcuff key in his asshole. This weekend I'm going to a nude beach and I need to get this wallet in my ass. Hey everybody, it's the BS Podcast Network. I'm Ben Doris. Steven Dominguez. Be like Hano, do all your BDSM supply shopping to the Amazon link on bspodcastnetwork.com. Yeah, remember that ball bearing you jammed in that chick's ass? All I remember from that picture is Hano's dick sweet. <laughs> you can't buy that on Amazon, but you can buy a camera to take all of your sexy pics. bspodcastnetwork.com. Mm-hmm.